So yesterday on Valentine's Day, which I hope you all had a great Valentine's Day, Ian Flynn decided to drop a three-way collab Q&A on his Bumblecast YouTube page slash podcast talking about shipping, you know, the romantic kind of shipping. And not just Sonic-related, which they did get into uh, later on, but all kinds of shipping, you know, what they were fans of, what they thought was a good way to ship, you know, what would attract you to a certain ship, what was not the right, right, right way, I should say, to do it, and so on. And when they got to the Sonic portion, and of course this being a Q&A, he was asked some questions about certain ships. One of them, of course, was Sonic and Sally, and mostly, what was the idea, the inspiration to get them to go on a date in 222? And Ian Flynn basically pretty much stated, I think, what we all obviously knew, that if he was going to get them back to that level before all heck broke loose uh, later on, that he had to take baby steps. Because the way Ian described it, the way he described it was when they broke up in 134, thanks to the infamous slap, which even he said is a sore spot for a lot of fans, and I think that includes himself as well, just by the way he described it, he knew that he had a lot of work ahead of him. But he stated that when they broke up in 134, it wasn't just a breakup on a romantic level. No, 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 no. It was a breakup, you know, all the way through. It's like basically that friendship was toasted, you know, literally. And he knew that if he was going to get them back to that romantic level, which a lot of fans expected them to be at, including himself, is he needed to take baby steps. And that's exactly what he did. He took the baby steps necessary to make it happen. And he made it happen by having them slowly, but over time, reconcile into being friends again. And to be honest, we've seen that. We saw that from his very first issue. We saw that with uh, 173, I think, I think, what was it, like 172, or 173 actually, 173. We saw that kind of when, when Sally basically confessed to Bunny of, you know, how wrong she was and, you know, what she did and everything. And at the same time, you have, you know, Antoine you know, telling Sonic that, you know, the reason Sally acted the way she did was because, like a lot of us, she thought he was, you know, he was dead after 125, you know, when he got sent into space 85 million light years away, you know, basically equivalent to a year on Mobius. You know, you know, you have that moment there, and that basically helped play in to what we would get later on. And then, like I said, you take his first issue, which was Sonic's birthday issue, and kind of, and also kind of at the end introduced us to Scourge, who was formerly Evil Sonic, and you got you know the moment there where she's attending his birthday, and basically looking like she's ready herself to kind of like repair that friendship, you know, just by being there, and then, um, you know, like I said, like I mentioned, you look at 173 and so on, and then you have 175, you know, where before, you know, Freedom HQ is attacked upon uh, by Snively, 
you have, you know, Sonic just sitting on the couch playing his guitar and Sally's walking over to him casually, leaning down on the armrest, just talking, very friendly-like. You know, you have that moment. Then, then you have, of course, the end of this three-part saga with Sally getting her hair cut, basically restoring her back to what we know her, you know, as hairstyle-wise or hair design-wise. And her basically... You know, joking around with Sonic saying, hey, you know, don't push your luck, Big Blue. And also kind of, you know, kind of in a friendly banter, but also stating that, you know, getting the haircut and everything and going through what they've been going through, you know, it's helped her kind of, you know, kind of helped remind herself of who she was, you know, beforehand. And basically by going through all this and then getting Bunny to, you know, cut her hair, kind of brought her back to who she is, not what she was. So that was a good moment there. And then you have the little, um, uh, I guess you could say walk, talk, hike uh, between them. I think about, what was it, like several issues later, you know, like around 180, 181, before the whole Moebius suppression squad invasion, you know, you had... You know, Sonic and Sally talking and everything. And this was, I think, the issues where uh, Knack the Reasel and Bean and Bar kidnapped Sonic by, you know, by ambushing him and Sally. But it was before that you had the conversation between the two where they were really starting to reconcile and, you know, you know once again, you know, become friends. You know, basically, you know, acknowledging that it's good to have each other as friends again or be friends again. Uh, once more, but then you get that little tease at the end of, you know, maybe, you know, perhaps they could be more. I think this was Sally saying something like that, like maybe they could be more than that before they get interrupted by Knack, Bean, and Bark. And then, of course, like I said, but not, well, not like I said, but then, of course, you know, you have, you know, fast forward later on, you have them working together, you know, against the suspicion squad and all that, then, you know, of course, after that, you have the lead-in to 200 and Sonic going off to confront Eggman in that issue. But at the end of 199, as he's heading into, into the fortress to face Eggman, you have Sally latching on to him, like tell, basically telling him to be careful. Like she doesn't, basically she's latching on to him because, you know, she still loves him. And this is her own kind of like, you know, way of saying, hey, I don't want to lose you again. You be careful. Which, you know, does kind of surprise Sonic. It's like, you say, hey, don't worry, Sal. Of course I'm going to be okay. I'll be fine. Um, anyway, anyway, you have moments like that. Then, of course, you know, you get into the Iron Dominion arc. And then you have the whole Sally, Monkey Con, Ken Con situation. And that there, and I've said it plainly myself many many times i said it plainly myself many many times that relationship there was just a one-time deal and we find out why it was a one-time deal it was a one-time deal due to the fact that what monkey con was doing was reminding sally that she still had feelings for sonic because she saw similarities between monkey con and sonic when it came to the personalities True, they were different in se in several ways, no doubt, but she did see those similarities. So, 
by seeing those similarities while she's, you know, falling from, from Monkey Con, basically in a romantic way, it reminds, it reminds her and wakes her up to the fact that, hey, I still have feelings for Sonic, and if I'm willing to, you know, give a, someone that has a similar outlook sometimes as he does a chance at romance, then I should be able to do the same for Sonic. And then, of course, you have Sonic being a little jealous at times. And to me, that whole dynamic right there was basically a wake-up call storyline-wise for both Sally and Sonic. Like, yeah, there's still something there. It just needed the right, I guess you could say it just needed the right boost. You know, the right fuel to ignite uh, that flame once more. And that after Iron Dominion, you know, you court, of course you have the epilogue issue. And at the end of that epilogue issue, you have Sally and Sonic, you know, walking off together. Sally treating uh, Sonic to lunch and everything. And you see that last panel, that last page of them walking. And, you know, Sonic acknowledging, hey, just like old times, right? And Sally's like, yeah, just like old times. And it's right there. It's right there where you start seeing the next building step, if you will, the next building blocks to making them a couple again, you know, at the end of that issue. And Ian Flynn afterwards, you know, gave all these strong indications that that was going to happen. You have the issue with the wolf pack, you know, making their return and everything uh, there, which was like a couple of issues later, I believe. And then you have some uh, other moments that followed, you know, and, you know, with several issues. You have several moments that follow with several issues. And, you know, basically issue after issue, you you saw all these hints, you know, just and moments and Easter eggs just building to something, just building and building. And then, of course, we get to 222. And it's in 222 where we get a break from the chaos, if you will, before it happens again, where Sonic and Sally are going to go on a date. And even Sally decides to go talk to Ken Khan, Monkey Khan, who she was falling for, to let him know what's going on, catch him up on things going on on their side of the world and vice versa. But also let him know, hey, I'm going to be going on a date with Sonic. Is Maybe there's some advice you can give me since, you know, you basically both have a similar personality or outlook. And Monkey Con, you know, maturity-wise, you know, um, accepted the fact that Sally was going to do this. He, he was happy for her. And that was the one thing about 222, and Ian Flynn brought this up as well, because this was a question that was asked, you know, when it came to Amy Rose. You know, why did Amy, you know, do what she did in 222? And Ian's answer to that was, Amy's belief is that, you know, whatever path Sonic goes down, you know, uh, going forward when it came to the Archie Sonic continuity pre-reboot, that eventually that path was going to lead him back to her. That the only thing that she was concerned about at that time was Sonic's happiness. And if being with Sally made him happy, that's fine. If that's the path he wants to take for right now to happy, to make, you know, to have that happiness, you know, that's good for her. That's great for, you know, that's great for her. Because, like I said, according to Ian, from a storyline perspective, you know, that path, you know, any other path, you know, Sonic would take, 
she believes would eventually lead him back to her. Like she knows in her heart, believes in her heart, that she's destined to still be the one. Now, uh, getting back to what I was saying, <laughs> if you will, getting back to what I was saying, uh, Sally basically goes and talks to Ken, and he's cool with it and everything, and says, hey, just remember, if he does drop the ball this time, I'm always here to back you up. Basically stating, kind of similar to Amy, that, hey, you know, if this path you're going down with Sonic again, you know, doesn't work out, you can always take the other path back to me. And that's about it. But yeah. But yeah, you know, 222 basically served as the as the goal line. It served as the finish point, if you will, by putting these two back together. I mean, the fact that they were kind of, you know, kind of nervous at the date a little bit. Well, not Sonic necessarily, but still kind of a little nervous because it's like the first time they've done this in a long time and and so on and it worked out great yeah it did you know um it did kind of tie up if not you know kind of tie into other storylines and plots they had going on with certain characters and that is indeed true you know that is indeed true but long story short 222 was that final destination. It was that final goal, if you will, that was needed uh, to reach to bring everything full circle. Because you had them basically, you know, bring, I mean, in all, I mean, because honestly, in, in, the, in the issues, I'm trying to find my words here, but in the issues leading up to it, you know, over the past 40, 20, 30 issues, like I said, you had you know, hints, you had Easter eggs thrown in there, you had moments, you know, between both characters, you had confessions individually from them to other characters and stuff like that, and even confessions to each other and things like that about what had happened in the past. And to me, what this was with Ian Flynn, because he was basically still new on, new, uh, on the book as the head writer, you know, this was Ian Flynn as a fan, you know, speaking for us, you know, by having these moments and everything that, yeah, what happened in 134, you know, despite how you feel, how it turned out, how it occurred, that was never supposed to be that way. That was never supposed to happen that way, despite who you believe on how it was supposed to turn out, you know, script-wise and artistic-wise, that moment was not supposed to happen and you know the way he was building this relationship back up since the beginning since he started was you know with all these things that I've mentioned was his own way through us and himself as a fan basically this this was his own way of saying yeah that shouldn't have happened because now look what we got to go through just to get them back together and you know, <laughs> the rest is history. The rest is history. But yeah, 222 and everything that lead, led up to it, you know, with all the, like I said, all the moments, the confessions, the dialogue, the hints, and all that, you know, 222 was the, to me, the best way to finish this, the best way to really bring it full circle because, you know, basically, 
you know, Sonic and Sally now are an item again, and Sonic has even agreed that he's willing to slow down just for her. Like, he's basically, by admitting that, you know, he's saying, hey, I'm willing to slow down for you, ooh, so you can keep up with me. You know, with him saying that uh, to Sally, he's basically saying, yeah, I'm willing to, you know, slow myself down you know, to make sure you're by my side, but also to listen to you if maybe you have... In other words, he's saying, hey, I'm willing to kind of like not rush into things like I usually do when it comes to having you around, especially if you're the one with the plan. So, and stuff like that. But yeah, overall, overall, ladies and gentlemen, this was, you know, a perfect, like I say, uh, culmination of everything that was building to this moment. And Ian Flynn, you know, bringing, you know, Ian Flynn answering it in the way he did, you know, by basically saying, hey, I had to, you know, basically take baby steps to get this back to what it was because it was so severely broken continuity and storyline wise between the characters that you needed to take your baby steps to get it back to what it was. And I can guarantee you this. I can guarantee you this. I don't think, and I don't know if Ian Flynn will ever, ever admit it, but I don't think Ian Flynn really enjoyed having to do all that because of what happened with 134. But, you know, give him credit. He did what he had to do to make it happen. And he, and, and to me, despite how you feel about the guy now, you know, despite how you feel about the guy now, this, this person, as a fan put his heart and soul into this because he knew what had happened essentially. And get this, numeral-wise, get this, numeral-wise. He knew that what had happened, and this is how to believe, 88 issues prior. That's right. It was 88 issues prior that the slap occurred, okay? And he knew. He knew that what happened 88 issues prior to 222 shouldn't have happened. And as a fan, he knew he had to fix that. And he did what he could. He did the best job, despite how you feel about him even nowadays on IDW Sonic. You know, he did the best job he could to bring it full circle. He gave time to it. He gave us certain moments, like I mentioned. He gave us hints, Easter eggs. He had dialogue between both characters, dialogue between, you know, the characters individually to other characters, and so on, just to get us to that moment. And the payoff, in my opinion, was great. And what's even funnier, numeral-wise, numeral-wise, that it was only one issue short of a hundred issues of when the last time they ended up together romantically. Because the, the last time before 222, where Sonic and Sally ended up together romantically in the comic, was 123. And that was nearly a hundred issues prior. And that's saying something. That's saying something. But in closing, you know... I have to give him, once again, I have to give this guy credit because I've talked about it before many times. This guy did, 
you know, did what he had to do, took his time to make this happen. And for him to come out himself and even acknowledge that, that, hey, I had to take baby steps. I had to build it, rebuild it from the ground up, if you will, rebuild and rekindle that friendship so that friendship can eventually ignite the flame romantically between the two once again. You know, for him to, you know, say it himself, you know, is all the evidence you need, basically, that, you know, just by hearing it, just by hearing his own, in a way, disdain for the moment in 134 and how he had to fix that, you could hear it in his voice that he did it not just as the new, not just as a as the new head writer of the book to eventually get us to a moment we've been waiting for uh, to happen, you know, once again. But he did it mainly as a fan, a fan that, like a lot of us, didn't like what happened in 134 and was going to do what he had to to fix that and remedy that, you know, that, you know, that moment is not just, you know, forgotten, you know, is a distant memory and stuff like that, but also is even memed. Yeah, even memed and joked about, you know. He made sure, he, he took that moment to say, I'm going to meme it, I'm going to make the characters joke about it and everything, and I'm going to do it in a fun way that helps build back up to what made Sonic and Sally a romantic couple, everybody's favorite couple in the comic at that time. So got to give him credit there. Got to give him tons of credit there. And so anyway, though, guys, in closing, in closing, I should say, let me know what your thoughts are. Comment if you like. If you want to listen to his uh, Bumblecast uh, video, Q&A video podcast, if you will, I'll provide it right here at the end of the video, along with another related video as well, and above the uh, uh, the video link to that uh, Q&A for, on shipping and all that. Above that, you will see a link to my Teespring store, go click on that. Check out check out that store and find merchandise you can't find anywhere else. And yeah, yeah. Overall, you know, hearing it come from Ian's own mouth, you know himself, you know, again is further clarification that he did this not just you know as a head writer to give us a great moment, a happy moment before all chaos broke loose. But to, but basically he did it as a fan. He did it as a fan. Because even as a fan, he didn't like what happened in 134. But guys, give me your thoughts overall. Let me know what your thoughts are overall down below and in the live chat during the premiere. You will get an audio podcast version of this at B.W. Rose's Discussions at all your favorite audio podcast locations except for Pandora. And also support me at Venmo at Brian-Roma-2, cash app at BWRosas98. Also support me at Vimo at BWRosas for content you, can, you can't get here on YouTube. And currently at Vimo, guys, I have two new videos up on my channel, which is equal up to three. I know I really got to work on that. Uh, but one of them is a full version of a video that I uploaded here, but it was... The, but what I uploaded here was a shorter version because the original video got blocked worldwide. And when I tried to re-upload it, basically the first 45 seconds of it or 47 seconds of it causes it to get blocked worldwide. So I edited that down to, to where it is right now where you see it. 
but go to Vimo and you'll be able to see the video, which is Here I Go Again, a Bert and Lisa raccoon video. So check that out there along with uh, the newest video, which you can see here, which is Blue Beyond. It's also on my Vimo as well, along with the Speed Me Up uh, AMV fan vid, if you will, that I did about a year or so ago uh, from, you know, you know, basically, you know, from the Sonic the Hitchhog live action movie, the first one. I used the Speed Me Up song to clips from Sonic Saturday AM. Uh, but anyway, though, guys, support me there. Support me at DeviantArt.com, says BVW1979 as well. Patreon.com, BWRoses, the $1, $3 tier. But guys, let me know what your thoughts are overall on what I said here. Again, I'll provide the link, video link, at the end here to that Q&A on the shipping and everything. Uh, that Ian Flink, excuse me there, and his uh, cohorts, collabers uh, in that video did. Again, give me your thoughts. And until next time, I am out.